Hello and welcome to Reality Real with Kat, coming to you from the Blue Room. Happy Sunday, one and all. I just wanted to share with you that 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After The Other Way has started. I didn't think I was going to like it. I didn't think I was going to watch it. But guess what? It sucked me in today. So I watched the first episode and they're talking about three new couples and another couple that we know very well. So I wanted to come in and start by talking about Jenny. Jenny is a 60-year-old from Palm Springs. She's divorced. She has three daughters, four grandkids. And guess what? She's moving all the way to India to be with the love of her life. So she starts out where she's with her daughter and she's planning her wardrobe, talking over her move to India and talks about how she met Samit is his name. She actually met him through Facebook. He told her her name was Michael and he's half her age. She did show some photos and he's very handsome. Looks like a model. Very, very handsome. Then we learn, dun, 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 they have a secret. She shares with us that at the beginning, he shared, his name was Michael Jones and shared that picture. Four months later, he told her, I have a secret and I have to share it with you. He shared with her that her name, his, his name is Summit, not Michael Jones. But she was so in love with him that she didn't mind. So she's just now telling her daughter. She's like, why would you be with somebody like that? So she's still planning to go. She loves him. She forgave him. They Skype together. So she knows who he is now. She talks to him. She sees him face to face and she feels really comfortable with that. So that's a good thing, right? Who are we to judge? So now she's moving to India. It shows her going to the mailbox to get her visa. She cries. She's so excited that it's there. She was worried that it wouldn't be there before she went to leave. Oh, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. So here's the thing. She's 60 years old. She's quit her job to move to India. She goes to see a lawyer to find out, or not a lawyer, excuse me, a financial advisor, to see how long she could live off her savings. When she tells them how much the savings is that she has, I just about dropped, it's $6,000. He said, well, that's going to give you maybe six months. Maybe you can squeeze it to nine months, but you're really putting yourself in a bad, bad predicament. So she says, well, what I could do is start applying for my Social Security now so I could start living off that. He said, well, if you're moving to India, you're no longer a U.S. citizen. You're probably not going to get that. You're not going to get that Social Security. Oh, poor Jenny, 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 right? That's a big move to do when you're six years old and does not have a lot of money. So she says she's just going to have to get married sooner than planned when she gets there so that she could work on getting her visa there to start working 
so she has an income. Oh, then it cuts to submit her fiance the other way, right? So he shares with us that he's currently living with his parents. And he says, in the India culture, if you get married, your wife is supposed to come in and live with the family. He works as a customer service representative. And this is interesting. So when he started in the call center, they have you take an American name. So that's when he decided to become Michael Jones. I don't think the picture was included due to his job, but that's when he became Michael Jones. So that's why he carried it that through with when he met Jenny. So he did explain that he met Jenny. He knew he was lying to her and with a little bit of tears in his eyes. And it was very sweet. He said, after about four months, I knew that I felt hard for her. And I had to tell her the truth. He was really, really worried that she wasn't going to accept that. But when he sent over his real picture so she could see who he was, she told him, you are absolutely adorable. And he knew right then and there, he really fell for her and fell for her hard. So then it cuts to him showing, or it cuts to him meeting his friends. So they're all out and about and he shares with them, guess what? I'm going to marry Jenny. They said, Woo, what about your parents? That's when he shares with the rest of us that he's not going to tell his parents because last time Jenny came in for a visit to India, his mom, when she met her, knew instantly that she was older than her. She did not like it. She was very upset. She said, do not tell the neighbors anything. I don't want them to know who she is at all. And I want you to send her back. So he had to send her back. As heartbroken as he was, and it was so sad, he was so upset. But he said, I couldn't do anything else at the time. I was financially dependent on my parents. So when she had to leave, I was absolutely heartbroken. It was very sad. That is sad to think about. But she is twice his age. And he's got a lot of growing to do. So it does, as a parent, it concerns you, right? So he's very, very heartbroken. But he said this time when she comes out, he is marrying her. And they are going to move somewhere independently on their own. Without their parents, his parents and family. So that ought to be interesting. So then it cuts back to Jenny sharing with her, going to dinner with her friends. And she shares with us, when I returned from India last time, I told my friends so that they didn't think it was weird or they didn't hound me. I just told them we're no longer talking. So now she's going to tell her friends, hey, guess what? We really have been talking and I want to let you know. (laughs) And not only have we been talking and I've been lying to you, I'm actually going to move to India to marry him. They aren't taking it very well, which I can understand. They have their worries and their concerns. So they had a variety of different reasons, and they're saying, are you sure? One of the girls even asked, are you sure? Why would he want to marry you? Just think about it. Why does he want to be with you? You're older than he is. 
What do you have for him? And then they shared with her, they think he's just trying to get to the U.S. Poor Jenny and Samet. They're really in love with each other. I think it's adorable. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with Jenny and Samet. But she's all for it. She's packing her bag. She's going to India. There's no stopping her. Go, Jenny, go. Then it brings us to another couple, a new couple that we haven't met as of yet. Tiffany, and she's 27, and she's from Maryland. She's a makeup artist. She's beautiful, 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 beautiful girl. She has an eight-year-old son. Oh, gosh. I think his name is Daniel. And she's setting out to get married in South Africa. So it shows that she's got a sister and a three-year-old sister. And she lives with her mom. And this was an interesting story. So she has an eight-year-old son, but the whole time she was pregnant with him, she did not even know she was pregnant. She didn't feel any... She still had her period, no pregnancy, belly, no cravings, nothing. Everything seemed to be just normal every day. 15 minutes before she gave birth is when she went to the hospital and they said, you are 10 centimeters. She was like, what? What on earth? So there it was. She was pregnant with her son. That's wild. That's that's pretty cool, though. That's a story to tell. So the dad is not in the picture. So she met Ronald. She was in on vacation out in South Africa. She met Ronald. He took her out, took her to a, a some place with like a viewpoint, and she fell in love with him immediately. She went back home. They continued talking. She knew he was the one. So she went back to visit about six months later. And that's when he proposed at the same viewpoint that he took her to originally. Aww. That's very sweet. She's getting ready to go to South Africa to get married. And she's even bringing her son. So I know I couldn't do that. That would worry me, concern me, now I'm moving to somewhere completely different out of the country, leaving my family, who I love, who my son loves, who loves my son and myself, who I depend on. That's a big change. So I'm a little worried when there's kids involved. I'm a little worried. Oh, but wait. Bum, bum, bum. We've got another secret. So while wedding dress shopping, she's telling us, the viewers, I have a huge secret that I haven't shared with my mom and my sister as of yet. So of course, we're waiting. What is going to come down the pike now? So while shopping for that wedding dress, which by the way, she's so gorgeous. She looked beautiful in her dress. I was really happy for her. Still wondering what was going to come of her secret but as her mom was telling her you know you don't have to go you know I have doubts don't you have doubts and was kind of not a hundred percent on board she thought well maybe since she's not totally on board yet 
it's probably not the best time to share this with her. I'll save it for another time. Then they cut to Ronald, the fiancé, the other way. So now we see it's seven months prior. So they're going to give us a little before snippet. So in his interview, he's explaining that he's been locked up before and then goes in and shares it is due to the fact that he has a gambling addiction. And he shares with us that he would make money, then he'd try to go make more money and gamble with it, and he'd lose it. So then he'd have to steal to make more money. And it became a vicious cycle. The more he had, the more he tried to make, and the more he would lose. This is very sad, because it even came down to him stealing from his own mother. His own mother. She'd go away on vacation. She would come back literally to an empty house that's awful your own mother what kind of person does that probably somebody with an addiction so I feel bad but still I don't know that I could pack up my son and go to another country and live with somebody like that but I'm not Tiffany right so due to all this the mother had him locked up And then it happened a few times, and then he had DUIs, he had speeding charges, and it just became something that he did quite often. So then he was two years gambling free. So he said, I'm not going to gamble anymore. I'm two years clean from gambling. And he had a relapse. So it shows him going to rehab, and this is while he was with Tiffany. So she knew that last stint, that he had relapsed, everything that had happened prior, and that he was really, really wanting to come out and get clean again. So he's in rehab. He comes out. He says, I feel better. I feel clean. At this point, he is set to get married in eight days. Tiffany's mother and sister still has no idea about his background. So this is when she goes to lunch with her mom and her sister, Laura. And she says, I just need to share something with you. So she does share about his past, his gambling addiction, the fact that he had been locked up, and the fact that he went to rehab, and that he just recently got out of rehab, and that she went through all this with him even at times where she thought she couldn't go through with it, and they kind of knew her push and pull but didn't know why at the time. They're very concerned, of course, shocked at the news and very concerned because they're like, you're my daughter, you're my sister. Not only are you going across country to live, but you're taking your son. So she says, due to his criminal record, he probably can't come and live here after we're married anyway. So I might have to live permanently in South Africa. They're very sad, of course. They're probably thinking about what can we do? How can we make this different? How can we keep her here? Tiffany does try. She does go to a lawyer to see what she could do about getting a visa for him over here. Well, (laughs) he asked what he did in India. What happened? or South Africa, excuse me, not India. What happened? What were his charges? 
And she goes, well, he wasn't convicted of anything. He goes, okay, well, what, what was he charged with? She continues with several different charges. His eyes were like, oh my, oh my, oh my. These are going to be hard to overcome. So he was, each time she said another charge, he was really concerned. And he lets her know these are huge, 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 huge concerns. And it's probably not going to be something that they could get him into the country with. And he also tells her with all these charges, he's just concerned and he doesn't understand how he wasn't charged with any of them because they're all separate. And she goes, well, I'm not sure because I didn't really talk to him about it. And he says, maybe you should. And I agree. Right? Ronald, what is going on? Now, for those of you 90 Day Fiance viewers, you will remember Paul and Karina. They are back. They are back. So, Paul and Karini, I guess is how her name is pronounced. So, they're back. It shows Paul's back in Louisville, Kentucky. You know how he always goes back home to make money and then travels back to Brazil to see Karini. So it just shows a little recap and they talk about the fact that um, when he went to Brazil, the last time he had saved money, he went, they got married. She did get pregnant. They fought a lot. You guys remember that? They're always fighting. Now, when they first met each other, they could not speak each other's language. So their whole relationship almost was over the phone using a translator. So they'd even fight using that translator. It was pretty funny. So, oh, I'm so mad, but wait, let me see what I'm going to (laughs) say. Let me see how to translate this. So it was funny. They would just sit there and peck on their phone to go, let me say this and show you this. So they would literally hand each other their phone to, to argue back and forth. So she has learned a little more English along the way. And she does get pregnant, and unfortunately, she miscarries. Very sad. So he stays with her a little bit, makes sure you know he helps nurse her back to health, and she's feeling better. He needs to leave again because now he has to come back to the U.S. to make money so he can go back to Brazil and live for a little bit together because he can't make money in Brazil. Even though they don't speak the language, they still are really communicating, so it's good. But they still fight a lot. And then it comes to the point of the reunion show. I love a reunion, by the way. doesn't matter what show it is. I love a reunion. So on the reunion, they announce that she's pregnant. So that's very exciting. She's pregnant again. It's healthy. Everything seems to be going along smoothly. So, (laughs) in Paul fashion, he announces to the world that they need to get a DNA test. She was sad. The announcer was like, what? How can you ask her that? How can you ask her that? Well, he decides he loves her enough and he's just going to go with it and, and just go with that fact that it's his baby. Now, if you guys remember Paul and Karini, you guys remember his first visit to Brazil when they were just boyfriend and girlfriend and actually just meeting. 
He insisted that she went to a doctor and had tests to make sure she was healthy and clean. And she couldn't believe that. So that's why I say in Paul fashion, he asked for that DNA. But he loves her, so he's just going to go with the fact that it's his baby. So that's a good thing in a weird way, right? All right. So let's see. So they continue to Skype, and it's really nice because you see that she's, her pregnancy is growing. She's glowing, and she's learned some English, so it's fun. She's, she's learned a little more, and she can talk to him. So he's trying to make some more money so he can go back to see her and the baby, maybe get a spousal visa so that he can then go to Brazil and possibly make money as well. So that is his plan. He would like to bring her here to live, but he just doesn't make enough money to sponsor her here. So he would really like to do that. So he goes to a lawyer to see if anything has changed. His mom even goes with him. And they talk about the kind of financials that he would need. And he still just does not make enough money to sponsor her and the baby here. So they go and they leave and he and his mom are in the car and they're talking. And he said, I just, you know, I want to be able to live here, bring my wife who I've been married to for a year and my baby over here to live in the U.S. But since he doesn't make enough, he needs somebody to help sponsor her. So he's asked his mom in the past and she said, nope. Nope, 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 nope. So he asked her again in the car. He said, well, well, he doesn't ask, but he says, and you refuse to sponsor her. You know, she is my wife. I've been married for a year. We're having a baby. And she says, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Whew. Mom is savage. She was holding on to her guns, right? So he says, and I'm going to go back to Brazil. And if I do, I'm never coming back. She doesn't budge. So then it shows him packing. She's just watching him pack. She care less. <laughs> it's like, okay, you know, you pack. Don't forget this. Don't forget this. They're driving to the airport. And then she does say, oh, I'm going to miss you. And that was nice of a mom to say, I'm going to miss you. Gets to the airport, he's got five bags because he's bringing stuff to Karini. Plus, he's bringing diapers and baby stuff and all the stuff that they discussed and all the stuff that she put on her list. When he goes to check his bags, they said, you can only bring two. Mm, he's so sad. He goes, what do you mean? So on this particular flight or whatever the reason, because I don't understand that stuff, I'm not going to pretend. They said, at this time, you can only bring two. And he's like, well, I can't decipher what I'm going to bring. So he's on the phone trying to get different flights. The whole time, the mom keeps saying, just pare down to two bags. You want to go, just pare down so you can go. She's practically pushing him out the door. And, he's, and he goes, well, forget it. I'm just going to call and see what I could do to change my flight. And that was going to be really, really expensive. And again, he doesn't have a lot of money. So he's trying to make do with what he's got. And the mom is telling him, well, just take the two bags. He goes, I can't go there without the stuff that I promised to bring, which I understand that. But the mom is saying she will understand if you don't have some of the things that you promised to bring. She'll be more upset if you don't go. But he says, I can't go right now. I just can't do it. It won't work. He literally takes his stuff 
gets back in the car while his mom is still trying to say, you should just go. You should just go. I think mom just wants him to go, right? But he doesn't. So they get in the car and you see them driving home. So he's got to go back and tell Karini why he's not going. So we shall see. More to come on that. Let's see. Our last couple. Corey. A gentleman. He's 32 from Washington. So he actually lives with his family. Not just with his family. But it's a compound. So their whole family. Nieces. Nephews. Aunts. Uncles. Grandparents. Sisters. Brothers. They all live on this compound. Which is pretty cool. That's what I say I'd like to do. Get my whole family and let's live on a compound. Come on, Allie. Let's do it. It'd be so fun. So he really enjoys it. Well, he met uh, Evelyn. Evelyn is from Ecuador. And it shows that she's actually there currently. She's on a six-month visa. Her visa is coming to an end. And they're going to get married. She's 26. She does not like Washington. She wants to go back to Ecuador. And she's kind of sour about the whole thing. But uh, it shows that they're shopping and she's saying, oh, I want to buy this and this for my mother and my sister and da-da-da-da. He's so nice. Corey's standing there. Not only is he there with her shopping, he's holding everything in his hand. Then they go to check out. They're at the register. It rings up to $780. He was like, whoa. But he pays for it. So he can take care of her family. Right? But anything that he can do to make her happy. So they met while he was vacationing in Ecuador. They were actually both vacationing at a spot that they refer to as uh, a beach paradise. So they got to hang out for a good couple weeks. And then when it was time to go, he went home with her. She invited him back to her hometown. Very, very different than the beach paradise that they were at. It was more of a little fisherman's town. Very, very different. And he was, didn't know if that's where he wanted to be. And he's a little hesitant. But, you know, they continued to talk. He brought her out here to Washington. He has been financially taking care of Evelyn in the tune of $40,000. Wow. And he is planning to move to Ecuador. He is concerned about living there and the finances and whatnot. But he's going to figure out a way. and Because Evelyn does not like Washington. She does not like it. She has a hard time connecting with the family. And she keeps to herself most of the time. She just really doesn't have too much interest in any of that. So it shares with us that Corey's family are Mormons. And they're extremely religious. So Evelyn shares in an interview that she hopes not only that Corey will come and live with her, but that he'll leave his religion completely, all together. She has no interest in it. So then it shows them at dinner. And I wanted to see her personality because she's not very nice and she's rather cold and you can feel the love coming from Corey. You can see the love in his eyes. You can see him well up when he's thinking about things. 
And I think little Miss Evelyn is in it for a whole lot of different reasons. So we'll have to watch together. More to come, right? I'll have to see what she does. But she does sit down to have dinner with the family. And this is very telling as well. So she's at dinner with his family and tells them how much she misses home. And, and that's okay. I mean, I get that. But she said, I just miss home. I miss my culture. Because in my culture, the man works, works hard, and takes care of the wife. And they were surprised. They're like, oh, well, we were thinking if you were to stay in Washington and get a little job, you might not be so bored. And she said, no, no, I need to be taken care of. Corey says, I would love to do that for my wife and kids, but Evelyn's not real keen on having kids. I don't know if forever, but certainly for right now. So then they're at dinner and Corey asks her, do you think you'll ever be interested in going to a Mormon church with me one time and just giving it a try and see how it feels? And she said, nope, no, never. She said, I was taught in my church that Mormon is, Mormons are actually in a cult. Wow. Wow. Evelyn. Wow. And was taught if a Mormon ever came to our door, we never open it. I don't open my door for anybody, so I get that. If you're coming to my door, I better know you're coming or I probably won't answer. But that's a whole different story. So the parents do look disappointed. And then the parents actually ask Corey, Where, what is it that you're going to do when Evelyn leaves? He said, well, I think I'll go and visit for a little while, a couple weeks or so. Um, <laughs> he leaves out the part that he is cold turkey moving to Ecuador because he, he doesn't want to upset him. But he's going there permanently. So he'll do anything for love. He really loves her. Like I said, you can see it. You can just feel it. I know that Corey's really in love. Evelyn, however, We'll see, right? So they're leaving to go back. They're driving to the airport. And they're leaving because her, her visa is almost up. So she is sad about leaving him. I love to hear her say that. Don't know if I was buying it 100%, but it was nice of her to say. And she says, I basically, I never want to come back. I don't want to come back. So if you want to be with me, you have to come to Ecuador and live. Not only do you have to do that, but you're going to have to learn Spanish and learn to interact with people. I don't want to have to translate for you. So if you really want to be with me, you have to give up everything here. I'm kind of a little bit cold about it. A little bit cold. But he's thinking and he's saying in, in the interviews, I am willing to give up everything to move to that small little fisherman's town. So he says that in his interview, and then it pops right back to the two of them in the car. And she says, so are you going to give me money before I leave? Are you going to send me home with no money? And he says, no, we'll stop. And so they stop at a bank. And of course, she says, there's a place to park right there real close. So they stop, and he hands her $500 and says, that's all I can get out in the day. She goes, that's okay. And then she has concerns about how much money he's going to make when he gets to Ecuador. So they get to the airport. Oh, Corey's so sad. He's welling up. Tears are in his eyes. She says, I love you and I'm going to miss you, but you didn't see it or feel it. Maybe that's just how, how she is. Maybe that's part of her personality. I don't judge. 
Okay, yes, I do. I do. I most definitely do. I so do. Yeah. So she is somebody to watch, and we'll see how that turns out. So she's not a Larissa, or but she's close. So we'll see. So that is my recap on 90 Day Fiancé the other way. So now instead of them coming to the U.S., we have our U.S. folks going to whatever country their so-called fiancé lives in. So I hope this was fun. I hope you learned a lot. I hope you thought about it. When I do my podcast, I do not edit them. I just send it out raw. You get the real deal. So I hope you enjoyed it. Maybe you're driving somewhere fun. You got to hear the sound of my voice. You got to recap about 90 Day Fiance. I am planning on doing a Where Are They Now, which I think is kind of fun. There's been so many seasons of 90 Day Fiance. I would love to go through all the cast and say if they're still together, if they're not, and a little bit of info about each one. So stay tuned because I'm going to bring it your way. Sound good? Thanks for sharing this with me. Thanks for sharing the Sunday afternoon with me. I hope you find it interesting as I do. And again, I'm going to do different topics. I'm probably going to do Housewives after my Where Are They Now update. And we'll do some other reality TV because it is Reality Real with Kat coming to you from the Blue Room.